What's up, guys, and welcome back to the That's So Deaf podcast. I'm super excited today. You know, we got some hot topics to talk about. Haha, <laughs> funny, right? I know you obviously see the title. So, before we get into this tea, we have a guest. Say hello to the girls, Mariah. What's up, y'all? It's Mariah. I'm so glad to be back again. Super excited. Guys, go ahead and follow us on social medias. You know the drill at mainly Mariah underscore Twitter and Instagram. Me as well on Twitter and also Instagram at That's So Dev. Period. Straight, simple, to the point. All right, y'all. I'm very, very excited, like I said, because we have some hot topics to talk about today. And, you know, we're fresh off the Nicki Minaj, um, you know, live. Even though she was late and also went over. We love that. We will absolutely do whatever the queen tells us to do. <laughs> right? You don't tell the queen no. We was sitting there patiently waiting for instructions, bitch. You was not sitting there patiently waiting. Don't make me drag you. Okay, okay. Don't make I was me drag you. Patient. I was not patient. I was so ready for this. She's team. like, come on, queen. <laughs> <laughs> it was great though, you know. I love Nikki so much and when she has these big moments like these, you know, like 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 the excitement that she builds all day. It really gives you to look something to look forward to. I mean, that's what it is. I'm it's crazy. I'm looking forward to this that she announced it on the live last week. Like, like, it's been crazy. It's crazy that an artist can make you feel such an overwhelming feeling of joy. <laughs> I don't know how she does it. Nikki and my children are the only thing that make me genuinely happy at this point. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. All I need is Nicki Minaj, Miley Cyrus, and Normani, and I think I will survive. <laughs> well, you will have to wait on the Normani, my boy. Uh, you want to know what? You, you know the SpongeBob meme where he's absolutely dried up and he's like, water. Yeah. That's Explanation me. at that point. Yeah. Pretty much, that's me, that's the nation, that's the girl, that's the tea. But, Bless it. It, you know, I I thought Nicki Minaj was going to potentially drop a mixtape. <laughs> I thought she was. I thought she was. If it wasn't going to be, you know, Playtime is Over, I thought it was going to be maybe, you know, like a new mixtape. Because, I don't know, today she quoted, you know, a bar off, you know, a freestyle that she dropped. So I thought she was going to do something cute, like, you know, put all her you know, recent freestyles together and do a little song cute. I thought it was going to be that. But, you know, it ended up just being the song that we haven't listened to yet. We're listening to it right after this. And I'm actually really excited. It's just one song, but, you know, beggars can't be choosers. You know what I mean? When it's Nikki, it doesn't matter if it's one song, a 30-second snippet, or a whole album. We're wait, We're ready. Exactly. We are always supporting Nicki Minaj. I am literally drinking mixed Moscato. I know y'all know the tea. Mixed Moscato and vodka. I'm going to mix it. I'm going to mix well, it. Spaceship, we about to get left that. Left that. <sighs> you know, like, Nicki Minaj is such a movement. <laughs> like, she's never been a moment. She's never been a moment. Been the always a movement. Girl, and then some. <laughs> and then some. <laughs> and then some. But, you know, y'all, I think... Eh, to really see the friendship that she had with what's her name? Was it Bia? I believe it was Bia. Yeah, Bia. Yeah, I heard of her before. I don't really know much of her music, but it was just nice to see their friendship. You know, I saw reminiscence of, you know, like I said when she was on live with Meg, but in many ways she seemed more loose with her. 
and more of her personality came out even more so so you know that was nice into some astrology she was dropping some aries things out there yeah she's an intellectual and she's naturally beautiful love that for her she's gorgeous but you know leave it to nikki to always put something on but you know then again i mean put someone on not something on but you know i mean something on too tea but also like someone will probably tweet nikki really don't acknowledge new female rappers or whatever it's like okay <laughs> i mean she's brought people on queen radio on her ig live on a tour stage you know like are you kidding me she's doing the damn thing leave her alone always has been you know she's always been saying she's building her empire bigger and better than ever look at llc y'all know the lyrics to that we don't have to repeat it it y'all we gonna talk about nikki all day i was too but you know there's something that i also really want to talk about where i actually brought this up because i was gonna do a hot topics episode and at one point i thought about just strictly doing this episode but i was like we just came fresh off that live we might as well just chat it up a little bit but i really want to talk about britney spears yo it's it's crazy it's wild to think that the last 13 years of her life she has had no control and she has been abused Like, I, 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 no words like we all kind of knew a couple of years ago when this all came to light kind of what was going on but now that she's speaking out and we realize how severe and in-depth this kind of abuse is i mean this has been compared to human trafficking trigger warning but this has been compared to human trafficking girl we've never heard her you know physically talk about it it's always been just court dates and stuff and you know court documents and that's it you know so this time when you know everyone really got to hear directly from her mouth it changed everything it not only confirmed what the whole britney movement has been about for years but it was even worse than imagined and like like i i just can't imagine it especially seeing it in a sense where you know she you know when she was talking and i, I want to say first off i don't really think that her because i told you this even when she was speaking to the judge i don't think it did her any favors um the way that she had presented herself and you know i was also kind of watching some interviews and whatnot of professionals even talking about it they were like it was really good for her to get her story out there but like it didn't really do her any good because in the way you know it was presented it didn't really shed light on how far that she came personally you know it just really told everything from her perspective and those are two totally different things when you're in a court and that's the part that i'm like ah like what a relief but like also like ah you know what could have been where i'm at with that i shared something on twitter literally yesterday that was you it said you want women to speak out on their abusers and tell it's your husband or your boyfriend or your best friend but then all of a sudden that woman's a liar 
And this is, I feel like another one of those situations. People want pe- people want women and other men and other folks to speak out on abuse until they do. And then all of a sudden it's, oh my God, it can't really be like that. It can't really be that bad. It can't be this, it can't be that. But then when you do speak up, you're, you're kind of held over the fire for it. For what though? I mean, this this woman has not been able to live her life for 13 years. And everybody is all about victim advocacy until it's someone who is genuine and there's still that backlash. There's still that held back. And for that judge to have been, and this is just me speaking from my own point of view and my own opinion, for that judge to have been a woman sends things through me that I cannot even process. How can you as a woman look at another woman who has been abused and say that you are for women and for women's rights and then just strip everything this poor woman has wanted for years, over a decade, and just look at her and tell her no. Like, you see people on TikTok, on Instagram, on Twitter, shaving their heads for trends and for fashion and for personal and individual representation and just because that's just what you want to freaking do. Back at that time when all this stuff kind of started to flare with Britney, mental health was really looked at kind of odd and it wasn't as much of a movement as it is now where it's more of the norm and more open to discuss. So, and even for me, I mean, even like five, six, seven years ago for me, even me as a high schooler, if someone was depressed or seeing a therapist in small town USA, you're looked at as, oh my God, you're crazy. Or, oh my God, there's something wrong with them. They're not a normal human being. And I feel like that was kind of the norm for mental health at that time. Because you know, on this platform, we're all about mental health and speaking out on things and trying to make people more comfortable and advocate awareness and education. And for her to have hit that wall and and just be stripped instead of being genuinely helped does things for me. But I I don't- But hey, but here's the mm -hmm. difference. There's a foundational difference because when you look at two sides of the spectrum, and it's funny because Brittany even talked about this in her um, in her statement that she gave, you know, when she was speaking to the judge, she talked about, you know, how Miley Cyrus was allowed to light up a joint at the iHeart Radio Awards, you know, on stage. And no one even thought to, you know, think that she was crazy or out of her mind or something like that. And it's when I, name. but when I look also back on it, when I see the difference between, because I truly believe, believe in a way that Miley is this generation's Britney, the generation after Britney, that was mm-hmm. that generation's stature of Britney, not the next Britney, yep. like relax y'all. But like, you know, Miley Cyrus Same has time. always had her family in the foundation of her career. She's always had the support and the love whereas Brittany hasn't you literally see how her family is controlling her and also benefiting off of her success and her wealth and her money and you, you know that's the two foundational difference as to why in ways Miley Cyrus has felt empowered and Brittany has been punished but also at the same okay. time Brittany again 13 years she has been under this within that time of that 13 years things have been able to change which why in just my opinion and you know allegedly I've heard allegedly again haha I said that you can't get me for it um allegedly judges are being paid and I would not be surprised 
I would not be surprised if the people in these courts are being paid because at this point, how does she file for, you know, to remove her father off their, you know, off this mess that she's in and to also terminate it all and then you deny it in like a day? (laughs) It's like you didn't even take the time to really think about it. And I also, you know, read the article where it was also that, you know, the judge that you know was the judge when she went to court last november 2020 this judge didn't sign the papers to you know not approve her father being taken off she didn't sign those papers until after britney had did her um her statement and that was very questionable to me there's a lot of there's a lot of questionable things that have been going on because there was also you know everybody was has been wanting to get this really really famous reporter because they really like really get the bot get to the bottom of things and you know for them to take the time out to get to the bottom of this situation it has to be like like huge so this person went ahead and you know you know obviously undercover getting all the details as many details as they can to really get you know a solid story and the story was released i believe was it in the new york times i think so don't quote me I, I believe so. And the article exposed so many things, including that Britney doesn't even run her own social media, which raised a lot of eyebrows, which everybody already knew. Everybody already knew, but it confirmed. And what's crazy to me is that, for one, after all these you know exposures from her statement on to even what I just talked about, you're seeing everybody start to jump ship. Everybody is now starting to resign. They want to go ahead and jump ship because they know it's a sinking ship. And when this when it sinks, everybody is going down. It's everybody else at that point. And you know, you talking about Britney's social media, that kind of is something that I'm kind of like I agree with. I feel like she has the freedom to like make a draft or two or like be like, hey, this is what I would prefer to do. But whenever you go through her social media like there's a few videos like and i know you know the one i'm talking about and if you're listening you know the fucking video i'm talking about where she's working out with the guy and he mouths smile while she's in the back like mean mugging like not enjoying herself at all and he goes smile under his breath and then she grins real big and goes to the the workout just smiling like they're controlling this girl like have you not seen that video i've seen that video are you talking about the one with her boyfriend yes where he's even honestly i don't believe that her boyfriend is controlling her i actually do not that's one thing i don't agree with i actually believe that her boyfriend is one of the people that is actually on her side i believe that's actually one of the people that genuinely wants the best for her that's my opinion just to be honest i mean i feel like he knows that and it's just me I feel like he knows that if she doesn't meet the expectations she's held to for her platforms, that she will be punished in some form or fashion. Just my opinion. And I feel like that's why he pushes her to meet the standards that are required of her, like in that video. And, 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 okay, wait, have you seen or heard, I know you did, um, but y'all, have you seen what Wendy Williams said about, about the Spears family? on her on her last deal death to all yeah we've death all heard that all. Oh i mean like and she did God. on live which i mean honestly is it really shocking coming from wendy williams knowing wendy williams absolutely not it's absolutely not 
No. <laughs> it still threw me. I'm not gonna lie. I watched it and I was like, girl, you cannot just be saying any kind of thing out there like that. But uh, like, to just touch on, you know, the Instagram just a last little bit, it was funny to me also because you know, after it was exposed that she doesn't control her Instagram, they didn't post for three days after that. <laughs> and then like randomly oh, started posting again. And now everybody obviously knows because they're like, fuck, what do we do now? Anyway, I just found that kind of ironic because it's like you get exposed and then you go quiet. Like, oh, that's not noticeable. But anyway, girl, like this whole situation just in general has thrown me for a loop. I could like it it has thrown everybody for a loop, which is why, like, you know, because Wendy Williams, she's look look we know she's very shady but she's also very genuine she's genuinely shady we know that like it's like almost in her dna just to be shady and that's just wendy williams she does her job and that's really just that (laughs) you like her or you don't but like it just shows you like her reaction like how thrown she was because obviously wendy williams knows everybody's tea so to get tea that actually throws her for me it's kind of like yeah bitch like this is this like, like not this this this, this probably this Earl Grey you know this that English breakfast bitch <laughs> I'm scrolling through Twitter right now okay and you know the trend of the podcast tonight is hot topics and I know we're kind of hung on Britney right now but I was scrolling through Twitter just kind of see what's trending see what the girls are into tonight and I see where Lynn Spears has asked the court to listen, quote, listen to the wishes of her daughter, end quote, and let Britney Spears hire a private attorney for her case. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. That I think she said that about two days ago, if I'm not mistaken, which I was like, okay, yay, thank you so much for saying that. Like, you could have said that so much sooner and you know Brittany could not have been more clear that she wanted to sue her family she didn't specify she didn't say my dad she said my family and just well, to like girl um just to like just to go in a different direction in a way Dang it, you made me lose what I was going to say I, crap what was I going to say I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. It's fine. But it was about Jamie Lynn Spears because, you know, she decided after, you know, Brittany went to talk about her side of the story, um, she felt that she really had an input that nobody literally cared about, um, <clears throat> which made it worse, actually, because she was like, I decided to just be her sister in all of this. Like, that has nothing to do with me. Like, you've like how are you her sister um especially her sister your sister has done so much for you including create the very theme song that you just remade to sing to make money that you covered as wanting a revival which is kind of fishy to me Hmm, when i actually think about it now like oh my god like maybe she didn't do it maybe she didn't you know remake the song for revival maybe she remade the song for money because you know there are there are receipts of her like public documents from the courts of her you know using her sister's money for jets and all that stuff and she 
claimed that she wasn't on payroll, which she isn't. Okay, you aren't on payroll, but you're still benefiting off of your sister's money and success. You still take it when you need it. Exactly. You are a disgrace to PCA. Exactly. Sorry. You're telling one side of the story here, sis. Like, it, it, it was just crazy to me because to see her say that that's my sister, but I've separated myself. Basically, what she said. Basically that she separated herself from her sister's abuse and instead of speaking out and actively helping her she decided to just simply be a sister so what is really a sister because if i had a sibling that was going through that kind of abuse i literally would have been speaking out so hard publicly and doing everything I, you know that i could loudly as possible obviously it's not your space or your place to really speak on things when she hadn't sure i can understand that aspect of it but like i feel like she used that as foundation to validate all the bullshit that she had done you know okay i'm looking something up right now jamie lynn spears is 30 years old okay so she was probably in her early to late teens whenever the show ended zoe 101 so she's used to this this is just me playing devil's advocate here for a second this is just another side that i kind of got while you were explaining that don't she forget was she her, got pregnant she got pregnant the show ends she's used to living this lifestyle shortly after her sister goes into this kind of lifestyle right where her dad's controlling everything the money's kind of aloof right now where she doesn't get any kind of say and you know you know the britney it's britney fucking spears she's raking in the money i feel like at some point this is just me playing devil's advocate here i feel like potentially at some point jamie wanted to do the right thing but there was probably some gaslighting in there on her end because this is still her parents she still has her quote-unquote career she's still wanting to live her own lifestyle and do blah 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 it doesn't make what she did right at all but i feel like in some sort of form or fashion maybe potentially she was kind of roped into hey just take a little here and there she's not gonna know it's gone anyway actually i don't you know what doubt I'm that because the mom actually said that obviously the dad was abusive towards her so like oh, yeah. i can see where the gaslighting could definitely had played a part in you know how she acted in all of this um which you know i definitely understand again it, it does not excuse anything I mean, but you're the prodigy's little sister trying to hold up to a name that is global like everybody who's anybody even children teenagers now know who britney spears is there's look, not a lot of people who know who she is you know what i'm saying like she felt like she had to kind of live up to some sort of expectation and she just keeps reaping from what's been there because that's what she's kind of been roped into doing you know what i'm saying well what's funny to me is that like zoe 101 was basically her very first huge project and she got pregnant and it ended so she absolutely did nothing after that really she's just getting back into you know mainstream acting on a netflix show called sweet mangolia which is actually a really good show go stream that but like it's really curious to me how she says she has her own money like how do you really have your own money because you really didn't have any brands you really didn't do anything you know after you had kids like it's just curious it's curious to me and you know maybe she could have you know 
invested in real estate and you know invested in her money or whatever nice burp mariah we all heard that but like also girl please she started off this podcast burp and i was like what are you doing sorry y'all i've been having some sips and it's just kind of bubbled up over some time but no, I totally agree. I feel like with Jamie, she was like, whenever Zoe 101 ended and we all found out it's because she's having a freaking baby, we were all like 13, 14 years old, like geek, like, oh my God, a teenage pregnancy. What the, you know, the blasphem- blasphemy of it all. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was a total <laughs> loop for a lot of people. And now it's just like, girl, not many of us beat teenage pregnancy like I get it but you did not have to do that to your sister to keep up your lifestyle you see what I'm saying it's like I'm I'm just I'm not really understanding like I'm trying to understand like because it's just it's crazy to me how this is all coming out from their perspective after she says something but if she had never said anything they would have just let it continue on as if they didn't know any of this was happening so like she How if she didn't say anything know? they know like they know you had they to know. know they know there's no way if she said that in front of a judge she said that in front of her mom she said that in front of her sister there's no way she didn't there's no way they don't know and it's just amazing to me how a judge can hear that you know somebody put another human being on lithium which can cause permanent damage to the brain and you sit there and think that the person that approved this is still okay to be on this and you know it's been times where Brittany has just wanted to remove her father again but that also was just denied if you don't you know and at this point Brittany wasn't even asking to be removed totally she you know she would want the whole what her dad got yeah yeah that's why i think these people have to be getting paid what if these people are getting paid on her payroll we don't know y'all we're just speaking about it just relax but what if <laughs> it's crazy it, it's 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 absolutely crazy to me how I don't know like your your father literally is abusing you to the point to where like he is running you dry like how do you run a whole tour against your will and just like in someone think that you are not capable of taking care of yourself if you can perform a whole tour and she was about to perform a Vegas residency a residency and you think that someone can't take care of themselves but they can work and make money excuse me just because she had a breakdown and went through some struggles because she dealt with substance abuse in the public eye because she dealt with mental health issues in the public eye things that we openly talk about and say is okay and then a judge in 2020 looks at that and turns away how it makes me almost physically it makes me sick 
Literally, it makes me sick. In the time that we're in today, speaking for the girls, the days, and the gays, it literally blows my mind that as a woman, again, as a woman, you cannot have some fucking compassion for what this woman has been going through. And and again, it's just our opinions and allegedly, how was there no money under the table for that after almost a year? There's no way. There's no way. There's no fucking way. I mean, really, look at the kind of impact this one individual had on music, on the industry, on entertainment, just period. And to just have that all stripped away because of mental health, because of things that, okay, here's something that I don't understand as well. Celebrities are celebrities. They're in the spotlight. They have that on them all the time. We do not. We are all people at the end of the day. We all have things we struggle with. We all have things that we battle that no one else knows about. And when all of those things are broadcasted, that has to be a lot. And what she went through, what Brittany went through 10, 15 years ago, is shit that we all go through now on a daily basis. And it's like, how is this not... How is this? How is there no empathy behind this? Well, this that, is something yeah. that all of us have thought about at one point or another, or have even done. That's what how I was saying earlier. Like that, because you know what I'm saying? Like, when you think about again, Miley Cyrus, we watched Miley Cyrus in a way go through the same thing, mm-hmm. but at that point, it was. It, beca- it was such it be- a norm. It, no one thought anything about it. It wasn't. It wasn't it even. Was it movement. wasn't even norm. It wasn't even a norm. It wasn't even a norm. We won't call it that because Miley was scolded by the public. She lost so many mm-hmm. deals, and mm-hmm. so many parents looked at her negatively, yeah. but not as bad as Britney. So, in a way, yes, it was a movement. Miley was the movement, but Britney started it all. And unfortunately, because mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the times, in order for something to become normalized, even when we use it in the sense of female rap, somebody really has to take the fall. Let's say, let's use it an example. You know, Nicki Minaj had to go through what she Always went through the with the guy. Hold on, Nicki had to go through what she went through with the Grammys in order for mm-hmm. the rest of the female rappers to go forward. And it's unfortunate that it had yep. to be her. And then you know like i said that's just an example that we use you know when it you know comparing to the britney situation where unfortunately britney had to be the one to not saying she had to be like it had to happen but like unfortunately she was the one who really had to take the fall for it to become normalized and unfortunately you know we're still seeing the after effects of that and it's just amazing to me after you know us seeing miley cyrus and seeing her get through the other end of that side with you know love and support along the way it's amazing that these judges haven't seen that it can be possible for a person to get better and heal but if a person is not in the environment to get better and heal when this person is being force-fed lithium and force-fed meds that they know don't work because you know when we struggle with mental health we know what works you know for us if we don't really have that control and that environment we're not going to get better so again it's amazing to see how a judge can look at all of this and turn a blind eye like what the hell you know yeah 100% like I'm on the same page as you with all of that like it it's sad 
to see, okay, and here's something, this is where my mind went, okay, I know we're kind of coming up on that time, but I'm going to throw a total left field here, just because this is something that I have noticed personally, and even as a parent, um, another young adult that I feel has, and because this is hot topics, and we've been on Britney like the entire time, a little bit of Nikki here and there, but Jojo Siwa, <laughs> I'm sorry to throw it out there like that, but Jojo Siwa to be one of the first or the first member of the Dance Moms crew to come out as a member of the LGBTQ plus community. She has lost so many promotions, so many deals because of that. And my daughter absolutely loves her. My oldest daughter lives for Jojo Siwa. Like her birthday party coming up next week is nothing but Jojo Siwa. And I have seen so many people and so many people have told me, oh my God, you're going to let your kid idolize somebody who's like a lesbian or is on TikTok kissing a girl, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, y'all need to understand that with every movement there is to make something easier for the next person, there was someone, like you said, who takes the fall for the first step. Whether it's Brittany, whether it's Nikki, whether it's Miley, whether it's JoJo, whether it's anybody on any kind of platform like that, someone has to take the fall, unfortunately, for the movement to move forward for the next round of people who are coming up in that organic and genuine flow of things. Do you, do you see where I'm going with that? There is always the bad guy. There's always that first step. And it's disheartening for Brittany, I feel like. But I also hope that once she is free of all of this and once her dad no longer has control of her estates, her money, her life, what's being in, like ingested in her body, that has to be a very crippling feeling for her to not even be able to control what's going into her own body, her own mind, her own soul. I couldn't imagine that. And to have it broadcasted to the world and reach out and ask for help and reach out and be like, hey, this is actually what's going on. I want to be able, like, like you said, Dev, I want to be able to ride alone in a car with my boyfriend. I want to be able to get married. Because we, we, me and Devin were on the phone the other day and we were like, part of the, and he told me, he was like, one of the parts of the agreement was that she couldn't get married. Well, do you know why that is? You know, speculating here, allegedly, you know, if you have a spouse, which I do not anymore, thank fucking God, anyway, but if you have a spouse, that spouse is your technical next of kin. It's no longer mom or dad. Mom or dad are now an emergency contact, you know? So if she gets married, her husband has say of what's going on. They're not even allowing this girl to get married and live her life and have a husband and have a family. If her husband's in control of everything, he's going to let her do whatever the fuck she wants to do because he loves her and wants her to be a genuine person, her own person, and, and live her own life with him and their children. And it's... I couldn't imagine the depth of emotion that comes behind that, knowing that everything you're experiencing, even if it's just surface level, everything you're experiencing and having to go through just to live from a day-to-day basis is in the tabloids, on the news, on the radio, it's on Twitter, it's everywhere. I could not imagine that part. Mm. Neither could I, quite frankly. Sorry to go so left with all of that, but like that's just kind of where my mind went. There are so many individuals who have had to sacrifice their livelihood, their lives, their careers, their names to be that individual who steps forward and says, hey, this is who I am. This is what's going on. This is wrong. This is what should be happening. And it's that whole, 
so-and-so crawled so so-and-so could run kind of deal you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and 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 no one thinks about how that first impact person is actually having to just go through their day-to-day anyway and i'm not saying it cushions the following folks but in a way it kind of does because you're not having to break that barrier with that first oh oh my god factor you know you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. yep yep it's crazy it, it, talking about the whole situation just in general it it has me physically sick my stomach is like turning not just thinking about it because it's just like this is a human being you know we have our own mental health experiences plenty of things that people would probably say oh my gosh you're crazy you're insane i mean simply going to a therapist has people thinking that you literally are like clinically insane and people think when you have mental health issues that oh my god like you you are hallucinating somebody like like you you have this general concept of what mental health is and i don't know like maybe these judges have that general concept maybe they're being paid allegedly we've heard that they are being paid and again wouldn't really be surprised and i think what's what's what is baffling me the most what has me super baffled right now is the fact that these judges have turned a blind eye more so than the fact that this is happening to her that's what's getting me but also at the same time Look at our justice system. <laughs> oh, let's not even go there. Let's not even go there. But also what's getting me is because like in like in a way, like the situation is like, oh, why won't her white privilege work to get out of her? Ah, because white privilege is also keeping her locked away. It's like ah it's a very mind fucking situation wow. to think about. Well, a lot of people it, a lot of people looking at the situation also white so like cool. just to be honest and it, it's it's completely mind fucking y'all so we had to touch on this topic and it was an overwhelming topic quite frankly it's been in the oh, news yeah. it's going to continue to be in the news until the school is free and probably even after that because i know everybody who is going to be exposed is about to be all up in the tabloids let me tell you something chat but thank y'all so much we appreciate y'all so much for listening i know we just be babbling on going on but you know we got the tea we 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 genuine we flow i love that for us but we're gonna wrap this up and start to say goodnight to the people again we had to talk about our fave Nicki minaj love that we had to talk about the queen britney because you know when i was i'm I'm gonna make a podcast about the miley cyrus concert later on down but you know at the miley cyrus concert she was, you know, in the middle of a party in the USA because, you know, she sings when a Britney song is on. But instead of singing that part and also Jay-Z song was on, she screamed Free Britney during each of it. And I it was just, that. it was it projected on a huge screen on the side of the hotel that you could see off and down the strip. And so everybody was able to hear Free Britney. And not only that, it went viral on Twitter and it was on the news. So it's just it's things like that because Miley has always been screaming free Britney literally for years. Britney has always been her idol. She's always been an advocate. And, you know, that's why I love Miley Cyrus so much. And that's why also at the same time, I'm glad that while she was in court, she used Miley as a reference because Miley is a very good reference. The only thing with her, um, 
you know her court hearing i just wish that she was able to present herself in a better way and unfortunately that can't happen when she's not allowed to choose her own legal team you know and it's just it like how do you this, these people know that you have to go to court to plead your case against them but they're sending you to court with people they've chosen i've been there trying to represent yourself as your own attorney and that's just scary as fuck and i'm not even talking about just for like your uh, your livelihood i couldn't imagine that part i mean and i'm still geeked at the fact that you were able to witness that miley magic firsthand i enjoyed all the snaps y'all be jealous of me got to see all the snaps from the miley cyrus fourth of july concert there in vegas with devin it was iconic love that for devin it was a whole iconic ass night for you i actually only sent you like 10 percent of it <laughs> Hey, oh my God. I'll, I, I'll take the 10%. We over here in Kentucky bored as hell, so we'll take the 10%. It was fantastic. It was a great 4th of July weekend, but the highlight of it really was the free Britney aspect of it. Just hearing everybody shout it and celebrating the fact that we all want her free and that we all have this common goal of to get this girl free. Like Because, you know, even sometimes when you do see, you know, a white girl where people feel like they have you know privileged to really get out of situations you'll see some black people really not have that much empathy because if if the roles were reversed they wouldn't be the same for a black person but you know like i said like you know we gotten we got a bit more insight you know when talking about how the white privilege is keeping her within this um i think a lot of people recognize that white privilege can't get her out of this and I don't think she's necessarily trying to use that to get out of it. And I think that's made all the difference in the situation, which I think, you know, again, everybody has the common goal of getting her free. But y'all, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Um, we appreciate you, literally. Make sure you go ahead and follow us on social media at mainly Mariah underscore and at that's so dev on Twitter and Instagram. Mariah, I have no idea what you're doing, but we hear it. <laughs> Listen, y'all. <laughs> Freaking cricket on the floor. <laughs> I don't do bugs, okay? I've been in the city for four years. I'm back in buttfuck Egypt. You I don't have do not been in the city. Bugs. You have been I've in been Bowling in Green, Kentucky. City. You have been Bowling in Bowling Green, Green Kentucky. Than Liberty, okay? No, y'all listen to me. Y'all have heard me it's say this town. before. No, my county where I lived for 20 fucking years had one motherfucking stoplight, okay? Well, two, technically. One was a caution light. Y'all. There, it took me 30 minutes to get across town on Bowling Green. It takes me 30 minutes to get through two counties over here, bitch. Ooh. There was a fucking cricket on my fucking floor, and I was not going to be able to sleep until I killed the fucking cricket, okay? So speaking of crickets, crickets here, bitch. Thanks for having me so much. Free Britney. That video that went viral 15 fucking years ago, the Leave Britney Alone video, we did it trending because that bitch knew what she was talking about before any of us knew what we was talking about. Thank you so much for having me. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Much love. I can't wait to be back next week with some new tea. That was not as smooth as you thought it was, boo. Love it that wasn't. for you, I, though. It was. You tried. You tried. You tried. It was cute. No, no. We, we, we have to applaud the attempt. <laughs> you know, love that because you really tried to save your ass. Absolutely love that, y'all. But on that note, I we're going to go ahead y'all. and bounce. And, you know, again, we appreciate y'all for listening. Until next time, peace. Peace.